0: You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. And when we're asking for the Holy Spirit to move in our lives, we're not asking just to have a goose goose pimple kind of experience, but we're asking for change. We're asking for signs and wonders, and those signs and wonders happen on the inside of us, the signs and wonders happen on the outside of us, but at the end of the day we can see that only God could have done that. Whenever we see the Spirit of God moving, we we come away from it, looking at it from a perspective that only God could have done what He did in that moment. To have love and peace and joy and the fruit of the Spirit, what we looked at last week, could only happen if God's Spirit was at work in us. Because we can't just try to be more lovely or loving or more joyous. When deep inside we need something that promotes that, that helps us in it. We looked at the character or the, the, the personality or the, the person of the Holy Spirit. Hannah shared on the fact that the Spirit is our, our counselor, is our guide, is someone who, who helps us, but also can be grieved. And there's a sense that we want to stay in tune with Him and, and stay connected with Him. I shared on the gifts of the Spirit and this hunger that when we're together, that, that those gifts would be operating. And uh, I know it's a challenge in, in church and to, to give space, and, and it's something we're, we're trying to work through and learn to just give space for the Holy Spirit. So when we come together, it's not just one person leading, but actually we're collectively bringing what God has for the church. Not, not to glorify ourselves, but to edify and build up the body, right, for the common good. The gifts are for the common good, and we need to be moving in them. I've been challenging you to to before you come to church. It's actually each one the gifts have been given for the common good to each one. So, what are you doing? What gifts are you moving in? Because all of us we have a we have a um, we're all vessels in which God can work through. And so, the challenge is for all of us to be moving in this. And then last week, Julian shared on on the fruit of the Spirit or the the, the deep work of the Spirit in our on our lives. We went through the list and, and this fact that even we can move in the gifts of the Spirit, but if we don't have the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, it, it we become that resounding gong. We become that annoyance, actually, because uh, no matter how prophetic you are, if you're not moving with godly character, uh, it, it destroys it quicker than whatever you're professing. And so our godly character, what goes on in the inside of us, what the Spirit is doing in us, needs to be there. In Acts, we see that before the Holy Spirit was given, Jesus told the disciples to, to do what? They were to wait. And that they would receive power. And we see this in Acts chapter 1, and it's a very well known passage. This, this fact that before you go anywhere, before you leave Jerusalem, you need to wait for the gift my, my, my Father has for you. And in verse 8, we see that, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And a few weeks back, we looked at this aspect of the Holy Spirit empowered. There's a lot of similarities to our electricity. We we see it. You can't see it, but you can experience it. Just stick your fingers into the plug socket and see if there's something there. You can't see it, but you you plug into it in the wrong way. And you'll know you've touched it. The Holy Spirit, you can't see, but you can feel His effect. What is it when we're worshipping God and you experience something? It's intangible, but our spirits are aware he's there. Our spirits connect with the Spirit of God. Both of them, both electricity and the Holy Spirit flow. We have, we talk about electricity having a current, right? The current, it's a flow. Electricity is always in motion. It doesn't, isn't static. It's in motion constantly, always in a, in a circular form. The same thing with the Holy Spirit is described as a liquid flowing or like a wind blowing. There's a, there's a sense that the Holy Spirit is always moving. The Holy Spirit is constantly active and in, in, at work in our lives and active and at work in the church. They both have many purposes. Electricity, obviously we can turn on the lights, we can have heat, we can have electric motors, all sorts of things. And the same thing with the Holy Spirit, when we look at the Holy Spirit's power, it's not just we we look at it from the context of Acts to, to have power to be a witness, but actually the power of the Spirit is for multiple purposes in our lives. It has the power to build up, which we've looked at with the gifts of the Spirit, it has the power to direct, which we looked at with the lead or counsel of the Holy Spirit, but it also has, and what we're looking at today is the power to liberate, to liberate our lives. If we read in 2 Corinthians if our main passage today is going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 12 to 18 it says therefore since we have such a hope we are very bold Now, the Lord is a spirit and where the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. The Holy Spirit has his power to bring breakthrough where the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. Freedom also could be Liberty. One of the effects of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is, is moving in our lives, there's freedom. There's, there's there, the, the, the restrictions, the veil, the, the bits that would, would try to restrict us. When God's Spirit is moving, we break through. We, we find a supernatural release that only the Holy Spirit could bring. The Spirit brings this inner power that enables us to no longer be uh, confined by our own limitations, but we have this ability to walk in freedom. And this freedom is on two fronts. Freedom from the power of sin is on the first front. The Spirit of God breaks the power of sin over our lives that enslaves us. When we come to Christ, we, we can't stop sinning, can we? In ourselves, if we try to be a really good person, if we try to, to be that person that just stops doing the bad things, you know, no matter how hard you try to be good, you just can't be it. Good news, isn't it? We can't be good enough. We can't be perfect in ourselves. We don't have that capacity. And it's kind of like this empty glass. If we looked at this glass and saying, the air inside this glass is like sin, and you need to get rid of it. It's kind of the same analogy of me saying we've got sin in our hearts; so we need to get rid of it. Well, how do we do it? How do we how do we get rid of of sin? Now, D.L. Moody said this: "His victory in the Christian life is not accomplished by sucking out sin here and there, but it's being filled with the Holy Spirit." And so, this aspect: if, if I want to get the air out of this glass, the easiest way to do it is fill it with water, right? to the right to the top oh all right so here we have how much how much air besides the fact that water includes h2o take that bit of it out of the equation just oxygen there's 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 no oxygen left in this glass especially if i wasn't pouring water in but if we if i use a liquid that wasn't water there's no there's no oxygen left in this glass right because the spirit sorry the water has taken out the air. Was there any work involved? No, I just poured in the water and the air came out. It's a very simple thought, isn't it? And yet, as believers, so often I think we struggle in our lives trying to be better, trying to be a stronger, trying to not do the things that we sh- shouldn't do and trying to do the things we should do. And, and even Paul talks about this, this challenge that we have of, of constantly this inward battle. And yet the, the, the um, release from this isn't so much trying to suck the air out of the glass as it is being filled with the Spirit. When we are filled with the Spirit and we move in a greater capacity of the Spirit, the sinful nature naturally dissipates. We don't have to work at it, we don't have to try at it, it's actually the Spirit brings the opposite effect in our lives. And really, if you want to say, I want to live a sin-filled, or sorry, a sinless life, then be filled with the Spirit. And there's actually passages of Scripture that back this up. It's not just my own thoughts. And in Galatians 5, it says this, it says, So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other, so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Here we have this understanding that if we live by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God is at work in our lives, then we won't give way to the sinful nature because it just can't happen. The Spirit of God overpowers that which is in our old flesh, our old lifestyle, our old habits. It's very this passage of scripture. If we keep reading, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious, right? There's a whole list, and then we get into the fruit of the spirit. And so, in many ways, I'm I'm tacking on to what Julian shared last week. God doesn't want us to try to just work out trying to be a better person, but He's given us the ability through His Spirit to have breakthrough from our past. Your past does no longer have to have a hold on your life. But actually in Jesus, in the work of the Spirit, we have the breakthrough by His power. That's why the the Christian life, that's why our life in Him is so uh, exciting and so rewarding. You can find someone who just come to Christ and and the things that they've maybe struggled with their whole life, in a moment when the Spirit of God comes and takes over, those things are broken. And it's awesome. Not because they tried to stop certain things, but because the Spirit of God just did it in them. As they give way to it. Now we obviously have a choice as to whether or not we want to be filled with the Spirit. Whether we want to live by the Spirit. That's our choice. We, we, it's not forced upon us. The Holy Spirit doesn't force Himself upon us. But He does look for us being available and open to Him. So that He could move in and through our lives. And there's this freedom that He brings from an old life. But also, if we look back into what we look at Corinthians. It's also freedom to become who He wants us to be. Freedom to become who He's created us. To be transformed into His likeness with ever increasing glories. Ever increasing glory. You know God has a plan for your life. And it's not just to save you from something. But it's to save you for something. He has an intention for you. He's got plans for your life that are good or not for evil. As we see in Jeremiah. There's, there's, a, there's a thought process that God has over your life. And He knows that you need His Spirit in order to break into that. To walk into that. We don't have the ability in ourselves to just to do it, to be all that God wants us to be. We have a fading glory. You know, we can be in, you know, a great worship service and we can be all excited. But actually in ourselves, it it goes, it's very shallow. Monday morning you get a bad phone call and it really, it goes downhill quickly. We all have those days. You know, this past week I had a couple days actually. Anyone who works, is working with me is aware... I had a couple bad days this week. And it all revolved around one little minibus. I got it stuck at IBTI. Deep into the trenches of the back. Hallelujah. It wasn't a hallelujah at the time. The door fell off of it. We got charged for the door falling off of it. It was just one of those, those times. But you know what? We are... Broken, empty vessels. And sometimes at those moments, you could have woke up in the morning. I woke up Thursday morning thinking it was a great day. It was a great day. And then it started to unravel. And I needed more of the spirit because it was emptying out of me really quick. There are moments when our old nature would love to take over. And those are the moments when we were running late to our outreach in Brighton Thursday night, and the door was sitting on the floor outside. Youth were about to go to the concert, and uh, I was thinking, "Oh Jesus!" Do you know what? All of us have stuff we face in life. All of us have moments, and and I believe we can be filled with the Spirit. But you know, we are we are vessels that it, we have holes, we have cracks, and the Spirit just kind of comes out of us at those moments. And it's important that actually it's in those moments when when someone kicks the can or kicks our life or something happens is, is the stuff that flows out at that moment. I'll be happy to tell you I never swore in that whole time. Hallelujah. That's right. Not that I normally would but you know it's on those moments when you really have to dig deep to show a Christian example and witness to the person across the counter saying it was my fault um, that the door fell off the van. You know it it's in those moments you need Jesus you need a work of his spirit so that you demonstrate him in a way that's honoring and uh, demonstrates him all I, I really kind of went on a tangent there sorry the, the mini bus is still kind of a sore so- spot for me <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest to everyone I feel better now it's like counseling, therapy just as I share this where am I going with it? we're being transformed into His likeness with ever increasing glory we reflect His image the Spirit brings change to who we are and I I think the person who we were a year ago when we're walking with the Spirit of God in our lives we should look different today the Spirit has this power to bring transformation inside of our lives from the inside out where we respond differently, where we look differently, where we reflect Him in an ever-increasing way because His Spirit is alive and well in our lives. You should not be the same person today as you were even yesterday. But as we come to a place of just being filled with Him, filled with His Spirit... He comes and He renews us from the inside out. He brings the change from the inside out. And so He gives us the power to break the power of sin and death. But He also gives us the power to begin to reflect Him and to look like Him. So that when situations happen, when we face life and we need the fruit of the Spirit to to be growing in us. When we need to be demonstrating His heart. We reflect His glory because His Spirit is in us doing that. I can't just put it on. You can't just put it on. Looking more like Jesus. But all of us have this capacity through His Spirit. When His Spirit is moving in us in ever increasing ways, we begin to look like Him in a greater capacity. In my heart, as we've we've been in this whole autumn season, I have a heart to, to see God move in, in a greater way. I want to reflect His glory, not just in my actions and my attitude, but also in what happens. Like we see in Scripture that these signs will follow those who believe. These signs and wonders. And so we reflect Him. His Spirit moves through our lives in all these capacities. We reflect His glory. Why? Because that's His plan for you. He he, His glory upon your life is that actually through your life, great things will be happening through His Spirit. That's His glory. When God comes to town, things happen, things change. When you step into the office tomorrow morning, or when you go to your job site or to school or wherever it is that you find yourself, you're bringing the presence of God through your life. And you're reflecting Him. You're reflecting His glory to the people around you. But that brings change. That brings something significant. And so there's a transformation that's continually happening. We're on a journey to look more like Him. We take on His likeness. The old Tyler that was selfish and did his own thing actually becomes less and less looking like that and more and more looking like the character of God to the people around me. But also, I think, I, I believe that as we grow in the Lord, we grow in the capacity to be carriers of His presence. There's, a, there's an understanding, I, I believe, that we, we're like a container. And I believe as we walk with the Lord, and some of you have been walking with the Lord a very long time, you have a capacity... To flow in him and move in him. You've got to understand and you've you've grown in him. And so it's it's reflecting him in ever-increasing ways, but there's this this presence upon your life that can increase. I believe the presence of God can increase. Is the ever increasing glory. The sense of is there's something that's to be increased. Are you catching that? I'm personally not satisfied with how much I experience of God in my life. I have a hunger that I would experience more of Him in me. That I have an ever-increasing capacity for Him to move in through my life, to be to be moving in me. I don't feel at all I'm on the finish line. And I think when we come to Christ or when we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, that isn't the finish line. But it's like we've just we've just opened the bottle. And now it's time to 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 learn what it means to be filled, to grow in this, to, to stretch. That our inner man, the, the man that God has created you to be, the inner woman that God has created you to be, that it grows with an ever increasing way that His presence would flow through you. I've discovered in my own life that this transformation doesn't just happen as we try harder, but rather it happens as we're filled more. Going back to this analogy of the bus, mini bus. Sorry, one more comment here, guys. I, to be honest, I, on Friday, I, I came back after paying the bill, and uh, I just had a sense: God, I just need Your presence. It isn't at this moment; it isn't about me trying to put on a smile, but it's about me needing to be tapped into Your presence again. I, I need more of Your presence. And sometimes I, I think, as believers, we don't we don't fully appreciate this need, or fully appreciate what God has on offer for us. Sometimes we're trying so very hard when God says, I just want you to be filled more. Just take time in my presence. Just be filled more and try less. It's a hard concept, isn't it? I think in in our own nature, we try to, we'll just work it out, God. I'll, I'll, I'll sort it out. But there's some things in life that only God can do. There's some aspects of, of His Spirit that actually only, only He can do that in me. And that's why, you know, Paul wrote to the Galatians, you know, it isn't about not trying to do certain things or trying to do certain things, but it's about being living, living by the Spirit. And when you live by the Spirit, actually your old nature just dies because the Spirit takes over and gives you the power to produce the fruits that we're looking for, that the Lord is looking for, but also it's when we give way to the Spirit and we open ourselves up to Him, that the supernatural things start to happen in our lives as well. That the gifts can operate, that, that out of the, the, the wellspring of, of our life and the Spirit moving through us, that actually that pours out into other people. And that's how we reflect Him. But our responsibility is, is in this, and, and I know that we've looked at this in these past weeks, but it comes back to this place of invitation. Right in Luke 11, 13, we're, we're called to ask for the Holy Spirit. To seek after the Holy Spirit. To knock on the door. To, to be in that place. And I'm really trying my best right now, on a daily basis, to be inviting the Holy Spirit to move and to work in my life. Because I'm aware it's only the Holy Spirit that can bring that transformation in me. that can liberate me to become who God has called me to be. And I encourage you to be inviting the Holy Spirit every day. God, I need more of your Spirit. I want more of you in my life. God, I I pray you baptize me afresh with the Holy Spirit. I need your boldness. I need your power. I need your strength to be all that you call me to be. We have this, this promise that when we seek, we'll find. When we knock, the door will be open, right? There's, it's all in the same passage. When we seek after Him, we will find the, God, God will respond to that. But there's a part that we have to play in it. But then as we invite the Holy Spirit, it's a a catch situation. Because we then also have to give way to the Holy Spirit in our lives. We have to give way to to Him. And giving way is surrendering to the Holy Spirit. You can't live by the, the Spirit but then keep doing the things you would always do. But you have to give way that when the Spirit is prompting you to respond differently. To live differently. You've got to give way to that. And say it's no longer me that lives, but it's Christ who's living in me. And so, because of that, I'm going to choose to respond to the Spirit right now. I'm going to choose to live by the Spirit in this moment, in this situation that I'm facing at this moment. I'm going to choose to respond by the Spirit, and not by what my old man says I should do at this moment. And in that in that space, and you know, sometimes you only have two seconds to make that decision. Isn't it funny? you're on the phone, someone speaks to you, something happens, you only have a second to either respond as the Holy Spirit would want you to or respond how your flesh would want you to. And I, I have found personally that when I'm in a place where I am filled with the Spirit, it's much easier to respond the way God wants me to. But if I'm running on empty already, sometimes it's those moments that just push you over the edge and you'll let it rip in whatever capacity that is. You'll just let it fly because there's nothing that you can draw from. Can I just get back to this fact that if the Spirit of God is not flowing inside of us, you've got nothing to draw from in the moments where you need Him all the the more. When your old nature would take over. And I know for myself, when I'm in a place of weakness and I haven't spent the time with the Lord, I am in great danger of sin. And I don't think I'm alone on that. If I'm running ragged, or am I busy? I'm so busy, I don't have a time to just be filled with the Spirit and just be saturated in Him. In those moments, I'm in danger of, of moving into a realm where I no longer have strength to overcome the sin. And you do things you will regret afterwards. You have a bad attitude. You, you do things, you, you respond in ways that you wouldn't otherwise respond. It's because you're empty on the inside. And I think probably all of us at some capacity could, under, could appreciate that. And it brings us back to this place of needing to be filled. And so we give way. In Galatians 5 at the very bottom it says we then need to stay in step with the Spirit. And that goes the whole aspect of as He leads, as He speaks. He gives us the power to, to, to become who He wants us to be. And then the last responsibility, and this again taps into what I just shared, is this living with a full cup. If you're dependent upon Sunday morning to fill your cup for the week, you're in trouble. Yes, we hunger for God to move in our presence. We want to see His gifts and and that we would be built up as a church. But if this is it, guys, then we've got problems. Because we can't be in a worship service Tuesday afternoon at work in a sense of we're not all with you. You're there by yourself with the Lord. But there's a great passage of Scripture in Ephesians 5.8. It says, don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead be what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't drown out your sorrows with alcohol. Which leads to all the other problems. But you know what? Be filled. Be filled. It's a continual state. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Do it. Fill up your cup daily with the Lord. We've talked about this in the past. Even in the beginning of this autumn season. We looked at finding that secret place with the Lord. You know, I am a firm believer that you need time on a daily basis where you just get into His presence. You just allow Him just to fill you. And moving your life and to speak into your heart. Even if it's just for a few minutes in the morning before you leave the house. Can you do that? Do you know what? It'll be the difference between struggling all day and finding the inner strength to face tomorrow. And to face the challenges. And not just facing them, but having uh, uh, reflecting His glory in those moments. Reflecting His presence in those moments. God has so much for each and every one of us. And I do believe that sometimes we live with the second best of God's best because we're not filled to capacity with Him. There's parts of our heart where we're not letting the Spirit come or there's there's a a sense where where we just live off of a Sunday experience. When all the while God says, you know what, you just need to get plugged into the source of His power. Stay plugged in. Continue to let the current of His presence flow through your life. And then transformation can happen. God wants you to break out of old habits but he wants to break into new things that he has for you. And it's not about trying harder. But it's being filled more. Does that make sense? The Holy Spirit is our great guide that leads us into all truth that helps us for our journey. And I'm so glad that the Lord hasn't left us as orphans to kind of figure it all out. But He's given us His Spirit to help us on the journey. And to me, that's awesome. Because I don't need to have all the answers. But I do need to have His Spirit. You don't need to figure it all out. But you do need to be plugged into the source of life. And I believe when we do that, circumstances around us will change. Because we bring Him into it. If we are plugged into the source of life on a day-to-day basis, everything that we encounter, the relationships around us, the, the problems that we all face, we start to bring God into those situations. Because it's from the overflow of our spirit that we begin to live. I want more of God. And uh, I, I, I pray that you do too. And I just want you to stand with me, please. Jesus. Jesus. I just sense today that there are people here that are running on empty. Maybe it's just been a week that just has sucked the life out of you. I don't know. But can I just encourage you to tap into the source of life, even right now. We want to invite the Spirit to come and fill us afresh. I think of even the early disciples, the, the apostles, that they began to share and, and they faced persecution and they went back to God and said, you know what, we need more. We need more. And you know, God was so faithful, He came and He filled them afresh with boldness, with His Spirit. And I look at even this week that we're about to face and I think, God, I just, we just need more of You. We don't have it. We, we can't bring change to our community like we'd want to in ourselves. But we need more of your Spirit. More of your Spirit in my workplace, in my relationships, in my family. My friendships, my neighbors. I, we, God, we just need more of your Spirit. Father, we come before you tonight, this morning, and are aware that without you we can do nothing. God, we, we don't have that ability, we don't have that inner strength. In ourselves. But Lord, I I thank you for the promise that through you we can do all things because you strengthen us. Lord, you give us the power to break through. You give us the power to become. Lord Jesus, we we, we need you today. And Father, I pray that you would come and fill us afresh with your spirit. Fill us over fill up our cups, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Praise you, Father. I'm just going to invite Tom to come just to play. And if this morning, this, this month, we've been particularly taking time, if, if you want prayer for, for God just to, to fill you, you might have already been baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's, that's fine. But I know there's moments where I just need more of God, more of His Spirit. If that's you today, as we just begin to worship, I invite you just to come to the front. And we're going to just pray that God would move powerfully. We're going to invite His presence to come and just gifts to be released. That Lord, that even in this space that we would see the body built up through the working of His Spirit.